Hello, this is Annie Catherine, host of the multi-award-winning podcast, Soulful Series. Thank you for joining me as I chat with award-winning authors who have written a memoir or nonfiction motivational book and have an uplifting message to share. Hi, everyone. Today, Grace Grossman joins me to talk about her book, Chill Out and Cheer Up. Grace is a writer, yoga instructor, wellness coach, and she has a passion for helping people find peace within. She finds sense through writing and strength through God. She believes people are too pressured to find happiness when it all comes down to loving themselves and others. Her mission is to show people it is okay to feel anxiety and stress. It can help you grow when handled with care and compassion. Her nonfiction books include humorous and humble accounts of Grace's spiritual journey to show that reality is always going to hit, but you can get through it. She connects with readers in an encouraging and lighthearted way through a steady flow of engaging content, including practical exercises, questions, and good laughs. I'm so excited to talk to you today about your book, Chill Out and Cheer Up. <laughs> nice to see it. I like all your My little um, tops in it. <laughs> I just loved it. Um, there are so many things I wanted to go back to, so I put tabs on there. You have so many great nuggets of wisdom, and I can't wait for you to talk more about this. So tell me what motivated you to write your book. Um, yeah, a lot of people ask me that because it's kind of random at my age to kind of come up with such a book, you know, like what steers you that way. Um, I think I mentioned it in the book itself that um, basically, in a short, long story short, is that my best friend passed away when he was 21 mm -hmm. to mental health issues and an assortment of issues, but mostly that. And at that time, I hadn't gone through any mental health issues myself yet, but um, that was, you know, obviously like really hard for me. And through the grieving process, I felt this urge to heal myself by writing. So like I was writing a lot and we used to write letters to each other actually. So I was kind of like writing letters to him. And then just one day I was like, I think I should write a book um, and like dedicate it to him and like other people, you know, like that are going through similar situations and for them to not feel the same and it was just from that like I moved to Spain um, at that time and I remember I was sat in a park and I was like yeah I'm gonna plan this book and I'm gonna write it and it's gonna make me feel better and it did it, it really helped in the healing process for sure. Yes yeah uh, many writers write to heal and in the process of you writing these words you're also helping others too which is phenomenal so I I loved it I think you hit everything on the head with just like the tips and the exercises and the practices. And it, it really did cheer, cheer me up. And then I'm like chilling out too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just love the title and the cover. It's just, it's just so uplifting the color yellow. So I know it's my favorite color. It yeah, just suits. suits I the love title it. Too. Yes. Yes. So talk about, um, what topics you cover in the book and why you chose those certain ones? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Cause obviously like before you write a book, you're like, well, what should the contents be? And I wanted it to, to kind of hold the negative emotions as well as the positive emotions and like balance them out. 
So um, yeah, the first five chapters, I think, are surrounded around negative emotions such as fear, greed, doubt, and how we can handle them in this modern world. And then the last five chapters are centered around um, positive influences in life to feel more fulfilled, like nature, connection, solitude. So yeah, that's a bit about the contents because I kind of wanted the, you know, the balance um, going from like negative into the positive. So mm-hmm. I think that's why I started it that way as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I I got the sense that with all the negative, the negative emotions in the beginning, and you're you're just like you can feel them and it's okay to feel them and to accept them and that is so true everybody has negative emotions it's just human mm-hmm. nature but it's what you do with those emotions to help you get get through it like when you say it's okay to feel pressure and i think a lot of times for me i try to fight against it um like i don't want it i don't want the pressure but I loved how you said to accept it. And I think that's very helpful to to reframe some of the negative emotions that you talk about. Yeah, for sure. And I think like you just said, reframing our mind on the way we perceive our emotions and handle them is very important to like get through them. And like often, like you just said as well, we kind of push pressure away or we push fear away and just like ignore it, but it will come up. Like it, it won't leave you alone. And so that's kind of what I was wanting to show in my book, like how to, yeah, how to treat yourself right in handling these certain emotions that will always be there, you know, with us. It's just the, the way in which we deal with them that makes life a bit better. Yes, I agree. I agree. So what do you want um, readers to take away from your book? Hmm. (laughs) Um, How to chill out and tear up, (laughs) basically. (laughs) That sums it up. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, I, I would like readers to um, to take their own personal lessons from it. Um, in the sense of like how to feel more accepted in themselves. Yeah, I think I want readers to accept themselves through my book and become aware of themselves more. Mm-hmm. Um, so awareness and acceptance are quite important, I would say, in the objective of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what is your favorite part of the book? Hmm never really thought that actually good question again um well my favorite chapter to write was nature (laughs) um because I just love nature you can probably tell right (laughs) um and I think for me because it's just so simple like how healing it can be um I really wanted to just share that and you know from like how I mentioned my my past experiences and like how nature personally has a healing effect on me yeah I think that was my favorite chapter to write because it was just so like light and easy and I did it well like sitting in a park or or by the lake or sorry the river so yeah I really felt connected when I when I wrote that that's wonderful yeah so actually I had never heard of vitamin N until 
I read your book and then I was like, what's vitamin N? And I was like, oh, it's nature. And I also resonated with that chapter. And it's so funny that you picked that because that was what I was feeling too as I was reading it. And the part where you said that forests actually can heal you, well, I don't know if heal totally, but lessen cancer. You know, the cells in cancer get mm -hmm. rid of um, the cells, some of, most of them. And I thought, oh my gosh, I need to go, not that I have cancer or anything, but I, I was like, wow, I didn't even realize that a forest could be that healing. And I, I actually, yeah. I want to go sit in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like I, when I was researching to write, when I was writing this chapter, I really was like interested more about forest bathing in Japan and how it's also now like quite popular with tourists to go there and do this forest bathing and basically all it is is going into the the forest and hugging trees or simply just being in the woods yeah. has this you know this insane effect on us um yeah. and like kills off cancer cells and gives us good cells like it's like in simple terms you know mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of mind-boggling how nature really is our medicine you know, it and is. we, and we don't I, realize. Yeah. And now I understand the whole tree hugging because I've, I've heard of it. Oh, they're a tree hugger. And, and <laughs> I, we, I went on vacation with my family um, a few years ago and my daughter was too young to really know. She went up to a palm tree and she actually hugged it. And I, I know, isn't that, it's like she, she knew at a young age that crazy are so loving and, and healing. And yeah, so I, I really love that chapter. So um, tell us how long it took to write your book. Yeah, it took um, around a year and a half, two years. Uh, I would say two years in total with like editing it and then um, getting an editor myself and, and, you know, like all of those little things that add up um so I would say I don't know if that's considered a long time or not but kind of everybody every writer is different it's probably mm. normal I mean that seems average um yeah so I just love how you formatted the book and I love the poems the and <laughs> you write when you rhyme things I really love that and also the recap so I just so once I got to the end of the chapter, I just like some of them where you just said, okay, now just a reminder and went into what the chapter was about and, or just the, the quick sentences of um, what to take away from that chapter. I thought that was mm -hmm. great. I like that. Oh, that's really nice to hear. Yeah. I, with poems, I have this tendency to just rhyme. Like I'm a yoga teacher too. And I really notice it when I teach, I'll just like go into this like flow of just rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> so I you know I kind of wanted to bring that out in the book you know to be a bit quirky or different and yeah. a lot of people have said the same thing that they resonated with it so yeah. I, I wouldn't even consider myself a poet or anything you know like I kind of think a bit like I don't know weird um poems so <laughs> it's nice to hear <laughs> yeah, well, it's fun it it makes it a little bit more lighthearted and mm. yeah quirky like you said I like quirky so yeah. um 
so it, the drawings too. So did you, did you draw all of those? No, no I, I think I wrote it right in the back of the book um, oh. while I was in the mental clinic. Um, that was when I was going through the whole process of like actually wanting to put my book out there. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I hadn't, I didn't have anything to focus on except for my mental health, obviously. But I, I really had this urge at that point, like, I think this is the time. And so there was a girl there and she, um, she was also suffering from similar, similar mental health issues to me. And she would just draw and, and I was like, wow, like, I really like what you draw. And she's like, yeah, I'm an artist. I do this for a living, blah, blah, blah showed me all of her paintings and I said hey like we're both really bored like how about you draw me some pictures for my book mm -hmm. and she was like yeah I think that would be really cool why not and I went through every chapter with her explained it and then we kind of like bounced off each other for ideas and a lot of people have said they're quite childlike um drawings like I think that's her style you know um and I just really liked it I think it really fit in with the interpretation of a chapter before you read it, you know, like what you're getting from it. And I think I just gave it that little bit extra, you know, um, cause I originally really wanted a lot of pictures, drawings mm -hmm. in my book, but unfortunately I didn't have the time or the money to really like invest in that part. Yes. So when this artist in Berlin says that she'll do it for free for me, like, we're both in a mental put it together why not you know so I quite like that story behind it <laughs> that's so nice that you collaborated and you found something that you had said you were bored so this sounds like it was a good diversion for you and bring yeah, something exciting totally. while you were there do you exactly. want to talk a little bit about um your experience with the mental clinic yeah, I can. Um, I think I've always aimed to be very open about it on my on my social media, like just in general with friends, family and, and strangers, to be honest. I think I'm, you know, obviously, you know, from reading my book, I'm there to break the taboo on mental health. Yeah. So that's why I'm very open in, in saying, yeah, I was in a mental clinic and it was it wasn't just for a week or so. I was there for a few months. It was um it was a very hard and challenging time um and it was it, it was very uh I don't even know how to describe it like it, it wasn't nice you know you feel like you're in a hospital and you feel like you're ill like you know you you know you're very aware of the fact that you're there for your illness um and being surrounded by other people and like you know with mental health issues is also like overwhelming and and um yeah very like uh consuming of your energy as well so at times it was like why am I here I feel like I'm getting worse yeah other times it was like okay one day at a time mm -hmm. um so in general my experience I don't know like maybe I couldn't have done it without being there, like get through my challenging times. Um, but I do look back on it, you know, with, um, with appreciation. Yeah. Um, especially at that time where I really didn't know what other option um, I had, so to say. Um, what yeah. is, was there any other option? I mean, I'm not familiar with, I mean, what other options are there? 
Well, that's the thing. It's like when you're really like at the end of your tether with your in mental health, like you don't see any hope. Yeah. You know, I I um I tried to commit suicide, and I think from that point, my best friend said to me, "You can't be in your flat anymore. Like we have to take you to the mental clinic." Okay. And at that point, I think it was very like eye opening for me as well, where I was like, "Oh shit." I think you're right like I just didn't see any other option you know like I couldn't be alone I couldn't I didn't trust myself being alone I wasn't necessarily seeking out um medication like I didn't want to go down that route but then because it was so bad at that time I thought well there's kind of no other way Mm -hmm. um so yeah I mean obviously you can go to your family or your friends but it's a lot of pressure on them. So I just kind of wanted to take the pressure off my best friend who was really helping me, my dad, and just actually put myself first. So, yeah. I mean, there are other options out there for people who are listening that are maybe going through similar situations. Like, you can call. There's lots of helplines. But if you don't trust yourself to be alone, I think the mental clinic is, you know, the place to be. Well, you were right where you needed to be and you wrote a book and it's amazing and you you survived this and um i i think you're going to help a lot of people with this book i mean it's just you could tell you put your heart and soul into this and it was something you were meant to write and i'm so glad that it helped you through you know your hard time too and you're helping others so so yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, I I think it could help a lot of people to know that there are options to that. Yeah, there is a way through. There is, and mm-hmm. now you got me tearing up. I'm gonna just do, <laughs> get rid of my tears here. Bless you. <laughs> um. So so let's tell me what's unique about your book. Well, I guess we've mentioned quite a lot of unique factors with like the poems and the pictures and the summaries. Um, But I think what you just mentioned, I really appreciate hearing as well from someone I don't know, you know, like you can tell that I put my heart into it. And I think that's what makes it unique that you can feel that I've put my all into it and you can I think you feel understood like I've done it in a manner or like I write in a in a style where it's very much um like flow of subconscious and like diary diary like isn't it really like I'm talking to you and a lot of people have said you know it's like I've just been speaking with a friend reading your book and I don't even know you or like you know some some um, readers will reach out to me like strangers and just say like I feel like I know you and you've really helped me and yeah. I think that's what makes it unique that like I'm your friend when you open this book yeah. you know and I really mean that as well like I think we all kind of need somebody to feel like somebody understands us yeah. so I think that's what what my unique style is there that I that I'm there to understand you and and hear you yeah you, you could tell you're you're very authentic your writing is very authentic you're very real and you just put it out there and I I, I just loved it 
And yeah, I think it's going to, a lot of people, whoever reads this is, is going to get it and going to understand and it's going to calm them. They're going to chill out (laughs) and yeah, so I, I can't say enough things about this book and I'm, thank you so much for writing it. Thank you. Um, so where can readers find it? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's on the good old Amazon, um, available as a paperback or an ebook. And if you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free. Um, so yeah, that's where it's at. Buy a copy today if you want to feel more, I guess, fulfilled in life. Or even if you feel fulfilled in life, if you want to like learn more about yourself, you know. I agree. I agree. Are you um, writing anything now or what's next? Oh, such a good question, Annie. Um, like, I don't know if you can tell by my reaction, but like, I want to write another book and it's yeah. really on my heart, but obviously life gets in the way. Yeah. You know, with this with this book, I really feel like I dedicated uh, like 50% of my time every day to it. Like I really, like yeah. I only worked 50% and then I did writing unfortunately I can't live a life like that (laughs) um but I do hope to write a book soon um it's it's there like I feel it's there but the 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 time will come (laughs) everything in divine time right yeah we have to keep telling ourselves we don't want to pressure ourselves with having to keep what's next what's next what's next It's okay exactly. to be like you, like in you say, it's, it's not having more. It's, it's about being. And I just love that. That's that really nice. You, that you wrote that. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> That's why you like it so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, it was so fun to talk to you today and, um, yeah, and we'll be yeah watching to see what comes, and um, I'll be looking for you on social media. And so, well, I enjoyed our conversation. Yeah, me too, Annie. Thank you so much for having me, Thanks. and um, for this soulful chat. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Soulful series is hosted by me, Annie Catherine. Soulful series is a Vienna Studios production, produced by Vanessa Ferlano. Music by Vanessa Ferlino. Catch you next time, part of the ACAST community.